0: Welcome back. Natasha and I are so happy you're joining us for another Figured It Out podcast episode.
1: We really are. You guys, we have been so appreciative of just all of our listeners and the figure It Out community. And yeah, you guys have been so supportive and we've really appreciated engaging with you recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys are awesome. Um, even today, like
0: <laughs> Natasha had the hiccups. So backstory, back it up. Sorry, mm-hmm. y'all. Uh, Natasha had the hiccups today. She posted on our Instagram, SOS, what are some cures she had the hiccups, I guess, in the office.
1: Is yeah, that- guys, it was so painful. Like, I couldn't type because I would just be bracing myself (laughs) for the hiccup to come. And it just Mm -hmm. hurt. Like, your whole chest just, oh.
0: Yeah. So, anyway, she put that on her Instagram and said, help, any cures. And we got some
1: interesting responses. First off, did any of them work? No. Okay, here's the truth, guys. So, like, I posted that. And I was really suffering from the hiccups. Uh But then I got so distracted by work that Mm -hmm. I just forgot about them. And so, I think that... Like, not thinking about them helped get rid of it. When I was focusing on trying to get rid of Mm -hmm. them and all your guys' tips, thank you. But it just, like, I had to forget. Yeah.
0: Okay. So we had some interesting responses that, so I didn't have the hiccups. But side note, if anyone can explain this to me, which no one ever explains my questions to me. I ask, like, the podcast world and no one ever answers them. But this one I don't know if there's an answer to. Why do I always get the hiccups when I go to my parents' house? But I never get them here. I am not kidding you. You've never had the hiccups here? Well, I probably have, but it's like, if I, you could ask my family, they'll probably think I have the hiccups all the time. But do you think I get the hiccups a lot? No. Because I don't get them here. I've never about But when I go home,
1: this. I have the hiccups so often. I'm really sorry. Maybe it's like something in the air. I don't know. The country air gives you the hiccups, the lake. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways,
0: but so some tips, some. Some hiccup cures that we got. Um, we had lots of just hold your breath for a really, really, really Which, long time.
1: Okay, first of all, how long do you guys... Like, what's a normal amount of time to be able to hold your breath for? 20 seconds.
0: Like, okay. no, no, like, I think, like, when you're breathing, when you're at your, like, l- calmest, I think you can, like,
1: breathe within 20 seconds. I don't know. I was no. like, I don't know how long I'm supposed to hold my breath for. Today. Like, a It n- wasn't... A minute? I think you should... Like, that would get rid of your hiccups. Well, you could hold I your I breath die? for
0: a minute. no. You could definitely hold your breath for a minute. Here, I want to try it right you. now. Okay, right now I, don't I will, think I could. I'm gonna. St- I'll tell you when to start. I'm gonna read these responses. You hold your breath as okay. long as you can. All right, ready, set, go. Okay, so some other responses. This is um, a few times people said peanut butter, which I have never heard before, but it's a repeated suggestion that it works a lot just eat a large spoon of peanut butter natasha's at 15 seconds um swallow water upside down which i've heard a lot of times before but how in the world do you drink upside down and especially like if Natasha's situation you're in the middle of an office so that one's weird um hold your breath hold your breath okay natasha's at 30 seconds now she's looking okay face is still her color so we got someone that says hold your breath and bang on your chest <laughs> <laughs> oh, no!
1: she lost it she lost it oh my gosh okay i need to comment on some of these suggestions first okay. of all i couldn't have held it much longer comfortably much less okay. if i had the hiccups someone's fighting it in so she made it about 37 seconds Brecken's coming over to rescue me because he sees how uncomfortable <laughs> that was. Okay, why would I have peanut butter in the office though? Like that was not a solution. True,
0: but at my old office we had a jar of peanut butter.
1: Oh, no, not we for don't. The hiccups, but because we were just like a snacky team. <laughs> but um, also the drinking the water upside down. That one too. I was like, I don't know how I'm gonna do this, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to look super dumb. <sighs> Sorry, I threw Brecken's toy against the wall. I should've just had Brecken, he would have distracted me. I really think distraction is a key to getting rid of the hiccups. My
0: mom does this and it works probably 75% of the time. She says, I'll give you a dollar for the next time you hiccup. Like if you, hiccup, you if stop. you can hiccup again, I'll give you a dollar. Because then you want to
1: hiccup. You're like, Yeah, I'll get a dollar. And then like oftentimes you don't. Well, okay, so when I was reading some of those responses, like, oh, I'll try this, and then I stopped hiccuping for enough time that I was like I kind of just forgot about it. Mm-hmm. But then I would start hiccuping again. Yeah. So, yeah, I do think there's something mm-hmm. to that. Yeah. And my suggestion, which
0: I think works about 95% of the time, Amy told me this in second grade. Okay. And it has stuck with me to this day because I believe it to be a cure, is drink water, like, drink seven gulps of water. I, if you do it correctly, I think it works. Like, I so often, like, it cures my hiccups. Right? Is that, like,
1: the secret solution, do you think?
0: I think it might be. It's my secret cure to hiccups but i'm telling the
1: world now i didn't try that one i'm sorry that's okay it is just like the secret cure though speaking of secrets (laughs) we are gonna dive into figuring out secrets today because it is something that's i don't know we okay first why are we talking about this emma because this was a really random thing i feel like super
0: random we first off as many of you know natasha and i are probably in a podcast topic or in a podcast topic right so uh the, the topics just kind of once they come to us, we take them and run with it. And secrets came to us, so we're running with it. But this morning, this is like a lot of backstory. I was doing devotions, and something about secrets came up. And like, anyways, it's a long story, and I can explain why I'm reading through. Was it essentially like it's wrong to keep a secret, or all secrets are are a sign was of something like, wrong? No, it was talking about how s- warning secrets could like keeping secrets could be a warning sign to sin. Hmm. Um, I'm reading through Judges, so uh, Samson didn't tell his parents a lot of stuff <laughs> anyways um but there was talking about how like secrets could be a warning t- sign towards sin and I was just like thinking about that and then I like asked our other roommates I didn't ask you because you don't like to talk in the morning <laughs> <laughs> Truth. but um I was talking with them about that and just like oh or, is it bad to keep secrets and just like we were having a conversation about it and then so after work Natasha and I started talking about it it had been a good amount of time since. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's not a <laughs> topic The Natasha caffeine had kicked all. in. Right, I was ready right, for right. conversation. Um, and yeah, and then we were just kind of talking about it while choosing a topic. And so we're like, we could talk about this. Um, and then after looking it up, it looks like everyone has secrets. Statistics prove everyone has a secret. And like secrets are big. Secrets are small. But pe- everyone has like an average of the fift- 13 of the mm-hmm. 50 most common secrets. Like there's like a list and everyone has an average of 13 of them. Really? I mean, that's just one little article. I don't know. Um, but I think, like, everyone has secrets, whether it's big or small, whether it's I have a crush on you or I did this and I broke this law or, you know, like, there's everyone has secrets of some mm-hmm. kind. And so when we say secrets, I don't know if this is true, but I bet something is, like, come to mind for people. I
1: was going to say that. Like when we were making this episode and um, putting forth like just bullet points on on different examples and stuff, it was hard because I was like, wow, there are these really specific moments that are coming to my mm-hmm. mind right now. And yet it's like, I can't share any of these examples right. truly because they all are confidential. But it yep. is just interesting. Like when you hear the word secret, there's something that comes to mind. And, and that's different for everybody. You know, mm-hmm. like you said, big, small, little, whatever. There's different categories of secrets. But- mm-hmm. There is that aspect to life.
0: Exactly. So just like uh, before we get in, like we're not, we we were like, we probably need to share more examples and like, that's how we kind of kind of drive points across. But also we're not going to share our examples because then we're sharing secrets or. All of our
1: close friends that listen are like, oh yeah. my gosh, what is going to come out right now? <laughs> I know. Honestly, they're like,
0: oh, are they going to use me as an example? Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, we're not. Oh,
0: you better listen. Just kidding. Yeah. Like here. Yeah. No. Okay. But to start off with, I thought it'd be fun if Natasha and I shared some of our secrets. Oh my gosh. I'm just kidding. But as I was doing research, a lot of people talked about how your browser history is often one of your biggest secrets. So we both have our laptops in front of us, Natasha. Could you please pull up your browser history? Sure. And we'll just see a sample of what some of the, the last searched things are. How do I do that? Um, you go to like your Google thing and then history. Okay. And honestly, what I have found is not often is my history exposing. It's just embarrassing what I
1: Google. So I don't know. Okay, here's the thing. Mine's not going to be very interesting because this is my work computer. I know. (laughs) I'm sorry. Uh, But I Googled a lot about insurance. (laughs) We could cut this out. No, I think this is a funny example. It's like Indemnity insurance. Do you want me to go into detail? <laughs> um, we could also talk about um, consolidation in healthcare and how it's increased costs for for both patients and physicians. Um, that was a recent search.
0: Okay, yeah, mine aren't
1: that great either
0: because it's secrets in young adults. Because I always type in whatever our podcast title is and young adults. I have here too our host address, a pad tie near me. Mm, Weather tomorrow. Good one. And then lots of different podcasting softwares. So those aren't we. We aren't. We're not really exposed. Maybe if we went on Instagram and looked at who the last person you searched on Instagram was, that'd be exposing. That's true.
1: I can tell you who that was. JP. (laughs) 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 Um, No, actually, this is an interesting one. So, like on my um, feed thing, like it comes up with news stories, right? Mm -hmm. But if you guys know me, you know I'm kind of like terrified of sharks. And there was one about a shark attack, and so I did read that. Hmm. That was recent. All right yep anyways it's not not, very interesting yeah
0: we're not really exposing ourselves here but we will post on our instagram if you were brave enough we'll have a little drop box of what is the last thing you googled and please answer correctly like not correctly but like what the actual last thing you googled was because i think that'd be very interesting that would be okay all right and with that let's
1: talk about secrets and before we can even talk about secrets
0: let's figure out what is a secret
1: Honestly, guys, this was something that we went back and forth on a lot because it's harder to find exactly what a secret is. Mm-hmm. Because I think there's information that we can be sh- like have shared with us. that's like, is this really confidential?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of times we're like, this is just something I heard. And it's like, well, maybe it's just not my information to share. Mm -hmm. Like maybe they get to share that they got this new job or it's like their information to share that this new exciting thing like it's not fair for me to be able to like hey did you hear that this happened in her life or she's doing this or that happened um, positive or negative or did you hear that that happened like it's just maybe not your
1: information to share but does that mean it's a secret. I would say no, Mm -hmm. but I think this is something where if it's some, yeah, any situation where you're presenting with information that isn't like to you, right? This didn't happen to you, but you've heard about it or it's concerning someone you know. It's like you have to have discretion with how you Mm -hmm. share that information. And I think to like statements that people make, whether it's an opinion about something or, you know, something that maybe they wouldn't say to someone's face, but they've said it now to your face. And like, you know that information Mm -hmm. now. I wouldn't say it's necessarily a secret in the sense that you have to keep that confidential but like should you share that Mm -hmm.
0: yeah and I think this is super blurry and I think
1: I've been in a situation where I got burned because I didn't know the difference between information and a secret yeah I think it really comes down to number one using discretion right but secondly if you're unsure as a person receiving the information I think it's important to clarify Mm -hmm. of just like ask someone like hey you know, you told me this and I want to make sure before I share it with my roommates or I share it with my friends Mm -hmm. or family. Like, is this something that I could talk about? Yeah. Or what are the boundaries?
0: Exactly. Like, and I've like, I've been in that situation where it's like, I didn't tell anyone this. And then it's like, did Emma not tell you this? And then it's just kind of awkward. It's like, hmm, I didn't know if that was my
1: information to share. Yeah. I Abiso always says like, clarity is kindness and mm-hmm. i think that it kind of applies to this in a way of just like seeking out as much information as possible to know what are the boundaries of this information mm-hmm. and i think sometimes too like people can say you know can share something with you and want it to be kept confidential want it mm-hmm. to be kept secret and not tell you but like what if you share that information that you know is that on you yeah. or not i think it just is important for to you for anyone to make sure you have as much clarity as possible mm-hmm. and then always to use wisdom and discretion yeah Another
0: question kind of along that are opinions secrets.
1: Is it a secret that
0: Natasha doesn't like that? Or is it a secret that your friend doesn't like her in-laws?
1: Like, is that a secret or is that just an opinion or is that a fact? Like, It's like kind of that statement of like, is a tomato a fruit? You know, like knowing that. How how is that like that? (laughs) In the sense of. (laughs) Sorry, sometimes my brain makes jumps that don't actually make sense at all, given the conversation that we're having. Um. Where, you know, a tomato is a fruit, technically, right? Mm -hmm. But you shouldn't put it in a fruit salad. Of like, okay, someone shares something with you that they don't like their in-laws, right? That's not necessarily a secret, but, like, you don't tell their mother-in-law they don't (laughs) like them. It's just, like, there's wisdom that you should have with how to handle that information. Mm -hmm. Yes. The analogy works, I think. Yes, it definitely (laughs) works. It's just... (laughs) I jumped too soon.
0: Yeah, yeah, I wasn't able to follow that. But, discretion. Yes, I think people have social awareness enough to be able to figure that out.
1: I would think so. If you don't know, we could talk more about wisdom and discretion someday on this podcast, but I don't think that we can dwell too deeply in that because it really depends on the situation. Mm -hmm. And we'll have further down just information on how to handle secrets, right? That I think can give you even more information on whether or not this Mm -hmm. is a secret. But one thing that we would say is like our definition of a secret today is anything that's asked to be kept confidential. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that, like I think if you're unsure about information, double check with the person sharing. Right. Say, is this something that's confidential? Mm-hmm. Do you want me to share that? If so, like with who? Are there boundaries? Yes.
0: All right, and then just chew up modernize this from confidential, on the down low, uh, between you and me. Uh, this is all hush hush. Like that. <laughs> that's all the same too. If I'm they, on my work
1: computer, I have to use the big term for <laughs> for privacy and data's sake, you know? Right, confidential. Yeah. But, like, anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: but then that moves to the question of, like, why do we have secrets? Why do we keep secrets? Yeah. Because isn't everything a lot more refreshing when everything's
1: just in the light? I think, yeah, there is an aspect of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, like, we keep secrets one because we're hiding something. There's mm-hmm. fear, right? That if this was exposed, somehow that would change the way people would look at me. Mm-hmm. Or, like, I really do think it's hiding shame.
0: Mm-hmm. I think at
1: the, at the um, basis of that yep. is that you want to protect yourself and people's opinion of you so you keep something a secret. Yeah. But I would also say you could keep secrets to protect someone or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I think definitely lots of times it's like you could be protecting yourself and, like, your image. Or you could be protecting a loved one mm-hmm. from from maybe that embarrassment or shame or something too but yeah it's like hiding something or protecting something or someone
1: yeah and i think kind of going with like hiding something too or protecting yourself this falls under both but like not wanting to get caught for something like Mm -hmm. that might be in that same lines like oh like i broke the law but like i'm not going to tell anyone right like something like that Mm -hmm. um i don't know and like there's so many categories like that covers so many different examples of of Mm -hmm. information
0: yeah, and then I think that kind of transitions into what secrets or like telling se-
1: what, what secrets are okay to keep? Mm-hmm. I think okay, again, it depends on the situation, mm-hmm. right? It depends on your relationship with the person. But I would say by and large, like you're looking for to keep secrets that one don't hurt anyone, mm-hmm. right? Whether that's the person who's telling you this or someone else that could be involved, right? Um, secrets, you keep secrets that don't condone something that's wrong. You don't allow someone to continue with behavior that's harmful for them and that's wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, and then also you don't keep a secret that asks you to do something that's wrong. Yeah. And I think with that, like, it's so hard sometimes because you can be put where you're like now this trustworthy person and it's like, oh, if you break their trust, that's wrong. Right. Yeah. But also I don't think you can be asked to lie for them. Exactly. Like I that's where things
0: get really difficult for me is like if someone tells me something, I don't I will I cannot lie for them. Mhm. Like that's just to me it's wrong. And so it's just a tricky situation.
1: Yeah. And it's also so hard cuz like I think when people come to you to share information like that, you know, they they do trust you, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times or occasionally like this information is vulnerable, right? Mm-hmm. They're saying, "Hey, I trust you enough to share this." Yeah. And um and like that could be something you know, we always I mean I we're trying to come up with examples of like what a secret could be to share. Mm-hmm. But like I think, you know, when it comes to like people liking each other. Like, that's always something that comes to mind, right? Yeah. Yep. But it's like, if they share that information, like, it is something where you want to you wanna make sure you're a valuable friend mm-hmm. or, like, a, a friend that they can trust, and you're not going to yeah. share that. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, you don't want something to continue that's wrong. Right. It's it's tricky. It's complicated um, because, like, there there's a
0: sliding scale of seriousness with secrets, and mm-hmm. you don't want to allow someone to be in a secret that is very harmful. Like, I was an RA at Northwestern mm-hmm. um, and at school and we had this whole spiel about, like, if someone comes to tell you something, there are certain things, and this is very serious, like, very serious stuff. Like, you're obligated to report. Yeah. And so that's not just like, hey, this person likes this person. You're not obligated to report that. But, like, if they have been in situations that have been harmful or there is someone that should be, like, in trouble because of something, like, we, like, you are obligated, like, even though they come to you with with like honesty and like they're like they trust you you have to report you're a mandated reporter so mm-hmm. like that's the serious side of secrets yeah
1: i once i i had someone come to me and mm-hmm. they said you know natasha and they didn't give me a ton of warning before mm-hmm. they share this but they shared you know um that they had been assaulted And it Mm -hmm. was like, don't tell anyone after they shared that. And I was like, well, what am I supposed to do with this information? Mm -hmm. And I think there was a sense of like, okay, right now there's not an act of like harm that's being done. And so like really walked through like, are you in danger right now? Are there things that need to be done legally to remedy Mm -hmm. the situation? Should we start working on that before you're able Mm -hmm. to talk to other people about this? Right. And like with that, you know, I was very honest of the this is something I want to keep because I value our relationship so much and that you felt comfortable enough to mm-hmm. tell me. However, like, I have to do what's right to protect you in this situation. Yeah, And we'll talk a little bit more, like, how to handle being told mm-hmm. a secret. But I think there is just where when you are um, are being told a secret, like, recognizing is this information okay to keep and like going through Mm -hmm. that in your mind of like, what are the fallouts and the ramifications of this if it's not addressed? Right. There are a lot of factors to think about and I think they all have a lot of
0: weight to them. And so being told a secret is, is not a fun thing sometimes. No. And I think like sometimes it feels fun and exciting to be, be the keeper of secrets. But I think that's so not the case. I think you are put in a very hard position, a position of trust, but also a position of I think power and I don't mm-hmm. want that to sound like manipulative I just think like when you, people tell you vulnerable things you have this bit over them and so like they trust you but with trust comes like some something over that um, so it's a hard position I don't think it's always fun to be told secrets switching gears what kind of secrets are okay it's okay to have a surprise
1: party <laughs> it's okay to keep that a secret <laughs> are such a, like, different... uh, I know. So deep and serious, and it's like, yeah, so surprise parties are fine. No, but it's true. There are things that, like, we keep information secret, air Mm -hmm. quotes around that, of, like, this is, like, kept secret for a time being in order to benefit someone else. Right. Well, we kept... Natasha
0: came back from D.C., and I was the only... Well, I was, and then, like, obviously the people at... in D.C. knew she was coming back, but, like, I was the only person back at home that knew for Mm -hmm. most of the time. She told someone right before you came back. But... That was, I think that was an okay secret. Yeah. That being said, like, I did have to tell my roommates, like, hey, can we have everyone over for a brunch? Because I just think that would be so fun. And they're like, what the heck? I don't want to have brunch. But it's like, no, I need everyone to come
1: over so everyone can see Natasha. Like, there's, like, some kind of, like, secrecy in that. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think again, like that's something where you're keeping it because that information in the end is going to bless other people. I will say though, like there sometimes is a line between that where it's like, oh, now this information is harming someone because Mm -hmm. I have to cover it up. You know, where like surprise birthdays don't quite fall like parties, like all of that. We got two extremes here, like (laughs) a surprise party or like abuse. I know. There's not, I don't know, there's just such a, a uh-huh. scale of secrets and mm-hmm. it's hard to narrow it down without yeah. talking about specific things. Um, but yeah, you just want to make sure that information isn't harming someone by you keeping mm-hmm. it. And so exactly. I think if a secret is something that, you know, everyone's safe and you're not doing something wrong. The person who's telling you it isn't doing something wrong. And in the end, you're not going to have to lie for that person or for that secret Mm -hmm. i think it's okay to keep that information (laughs) yeah i think it's dangerous to blanket statement too Mm -hmm. so it's like i don't want to condone a secret i don't know
0: yeah like we're not figuring a whole lot out here or we haven't figured a whole lot out here we're still figuring it out so we're just kind of taking this topic and running with it but uh
1: again going back to discretion analyze the situation don't do something dumb
0: amen amen
1: okay with that (laughs) How do you share a secret that is yours? Like, mm-hmm. if this is something where you're like, all right, I need to bring other people into this, whether or not it's because you're planning something or because you need support. Right. right. How do you share that information? Right. So it's your information. First mm-hmm. off, like recognize that like if you
0: don't want people to know. The easiest way for no one to know is to not
1: tell anyone. Yeah. But that like you, it eats you inside because you have to share information. Right. Right you don't have to and so i think this is where like yes
0: most people will have you ever seen survivor natasha (laughs) no i'm just
1: kidding yes i
0: have i love survivor i'm gonna make this quick but like how people find people find advantages in the game and it would be to their benefit to not tell anyone but almost nine out of ten times they tell someone and it would be make more sense for them to not tell someone but they just have to like they just like They cannot keep that in because they either, A, want advice on how to use it, B, want to share because they're so excited, C, think that it's going to gain trust with people or want to use it as a tool, and, like, D, they want to threaten people with it. I don't know. Like, there's, like, so many reasons as to why when everyone at home is screaming, don't tell people about your advantage. Mm -hmm. And so I think, like, and then and then with Survivor, they – it, everyone knows if you tell someone, eventually that person tells their closest ally. That person tells their closest ally, and then everyone knows. So, the, like, the easiest way to keep a secret is to not tell anyone. But I recognize that that's probably not going to happen.
1: Yeah, I think it is true. Where if you really have information that cannot be shared, like, don't share. It, you know, tell your journal. Yeah. <laughs> tell your diary. Yeah. <laughs> if you have to to take it somewhere, take it somewhere where no mm-hmm. one else is hearing that information, yeah. because. I think just something that we'll probably say multiple times this episode, but information can't be taken back. It's not something you can hand to someone and then take back. Mm -hmm. It's Once it's out there, it's out there to say, you know, people can forget things, but they're not going to forget everything. And it's just that information has been shared. There's no delete button on that. Right. And
0: so who to share it with? Like maybe one of the best places to share it with is people that you know that are so far removed. Yeah. Like that might be a space where it's like, well, I don't need want this in my community or need this with people who know these people. And this will like if this is something that involves other people or a a situation that your
1: closest friends are also
0: in. Maybe you take it out of the situation.
1: I think that's really wise. I think if you absolutely need to have advice on it or you just feel like it's Mm -hmm. eating you alive and there has to be somebody that hears it. Yeah. Someone that doesn't know the situation at all at all is a great place to start mm-hmm. because they're not emotionally connected. And there's, ho- you know, theoretically, there's no crossover with that.
0: Yeah. Uh, but also, like, there is something, too, about, like, sharing with close friends. Like, if you need to be vulnerable with people or you just want people you can trust mm-hmm. and that you have a relationship with, close friends are great
1: people to share close items with. with. Yeah. And I think with that, like you want to have relationships that you can trust. Mm-hmm. Like it's important to have people that you can count on that if something needs to be said and you need people to be involved in that, whether it's, you know, having wisdom on how to handle something or it's something that you're really excited for, mm-hmm. but like you can't share yet. Like I always think about with that, like, you know, a new baby, like a lot of times people don't share when mm-hmm. they are first pregnant because there's a lot of uncertainty if that, yeah. like, you know, baby's going to make it. Um, And especially within like the first trimester, mm-hmm. but there's usually people that always know. Yeah. And those are your close friends you say like I'm so excited I can't wait to Mm -hmm. share this information but like there's a sense of like hey we're going to keep this a secret for a while because it Mm -hmm. would be horrible to have to explain this to everyone also and we don't want to do that Right. I think that's a great example
0: I think we were kind of all of our secrets have been so negative but that's a great example of something that's positive but it's like
1: that doesn't need to be with the world yet yeah I think also kind of in between both removed friends and close friends is like people that that know you but aren't walking through like the absolute day to day with you. Mm -hmm. And like for me, that's my small group of like people that know me well and know my background, but they aren't necessarily living so closely that they're impacted by the information. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. And
1: I think like a small group is a great place
0: to Mm -hmm. it's a place that's like built around community and vulnerability like that's that's a lot of what a small group is there for is to Mm -hmm. really like share and to know each other well and to walk through struggles with and to celebrate successes with yeah for sure and then like a last replace like that you really like use self-disclosure with and share with is your family Mm -hmm. and i feel like i don't i don't want to like this isn't everyone but so many people like their moms know everything you know like and like that's such a true thing of like your family your is your your family or your family figures are like a falling ground of like they're just there to support you no matter what
1: yeah and also with that like if you're married your spouse should be the person you're yes. telling your secrets to like th- they there's should be no secrets within that relationship and so i think also and like you know hopefully with parents and children like there is that sense of of what you were saying, like your mom knows everything that you ha- are able to be transparent mm-hmm. with those people. Exactly. That being said, do you tell your spouse that you don't like your in-laws? Oh, who do you? Well, <laughs> I would probably like, yo, I uh, because I'm otherwise scared. it's just like you <laughs> you want to be able to have an honest conversation about like, hey, like this is really hard when we hang out for it with them every Christmas, you know? And it's just like, well, I want to be prepared for that. Yeah, yeah. Huh? I
0: don't know. We can't speak on marriage, so
1: <laughs> <laughs> we can't speak on. There <laughs> <go>. <laughs> All
0: right. But, okay, so with the information, your secret, um, whatever that may be, ask yourself, like, why would you – why are you wanting to tell some of this secret? Mm-hmm. And, like, I know I shared some reasons why with Survivor, but, like, maybe the first one is, like, it's a, a, a cry for help or you're just seeking advice, you want guidance. Um, like,
1: you are seriously just, like, are using the people you're telling secrets to as people to help you through situations. To be honest, I think the re- things you outlined within Survivor kind of apply I to know. just like the rest of life.
0: Well, Survivor's a little microcosm of society.
1: Did did Jeff pay you to say that? I I'm wish Jeff, <laughs> I wish Jeff reached out to me. He didn't need to pay me. Um, but it's true. I think like, yeah, you're asking for advice and guidance. Like you want someone else's input. And so you share this information because you're overwhelmed with the situation or you're excited about it, but you still are like, hey, like I I need it your help Mm -hmm. yes and they that's i think one of the biggest reasons another man these survivors
0: are real real. like you're seeking like a deeper relationship and so like a survivor you're doing that to build trust but like sometimes like self-disclosure deepens relationships Mm -hmm. with people the more you learn about someone um the more the closer you are to them and a lot of times like the deeper someone shares information like the closer the information like the closer the ties are
1: yeah which is one thing too i would say like to be careful about with Mm -hmm. sharing secrets because I think especially, and I'm just going to speak to this within like romantic relationships, there can be this emphasis on self-disclosure because it does draw you closer together. Mm -hmm. But I think that there needs to be like a safety aspect of that too, of like you still need to be rational about why you're sharing this information. And if you're sharing this information only to get someone to care about you, even if like you really care about them, right? And they should be the people that Mm -hmm. care about you. But you're sharing this information because it will it, um inevitably um obligate them to care about you i think that's something to be careful with
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah like you see
0: like if they know this about me they have to be there for me mm-hmm. and that's that's dangerous that's yeah of,
1: i think that could be manipulative i don't want to call it manipulative but is it and i don't think it's intentionally so mm-hmm. but i do think like you could intentionally be manipulative yeah. with sharing information because mm-hmm. it ties someone's hands to you know like have to to be trustworthy yeah.
0: honestly we see this play out on like the bachelor bachelorette i'm mm-hmm. um, sorry to bring it up to folks um update we're not watching even right now (laughs) we said we were going to but um, like they on their first dates like Mm -hmm. they're like here's like the hard parts about my life and granted expedited show whatever but like you see that and then they're like oh man thank you so much for sharing that with me and it's like you're rewarded for sharing secrets you're getting closer with someone but then in a way it's like they care about you I don't know you see that play out in The Bachelor
1: yeah for sure and I think that that can again go give you a false um, expectation for what mm-hmm. emotional vulnerability should look like in relationships yeah. where you feel like oh I'm obligated to tell someone all of these struggles mm-hmm. and I don't think that you are and so again you know walking that out with your individual relationship and, and seeing where you're at but don't force self-disclosure I would Say,
0: yeah, and yeah, exactly. Because then, also, another reason people share some of their secrets and close information is maybe because they feel obligated to. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because, like, it's kind of like you're swapping stories, and yeah. it's like, well, if you were comfortable sharing that with me, then therefore
1: I should share that with you. And they might just feel like they need to. Mm -hmm. And I would say, you know, if you do feel that way, like stand your ground. Mm -hmm. If it's not a relationship where you feel like, and this is a friendship or relationship, Mm -hmm. but like if this isn't a space where you feel like you should share that information, you don't need to swap anything in return. Like if they've shared something with you, you're not obligated to then share something Mm -hmm. with them. I think be a a trustworthy person, Mm -hmm. but you don't have to be as vulnerable as them all Mm -hmm. the time.
0: I'm having like flashbacks to like seventh grade sleepovers where it's like, who do you like? I'll tell you who I like if you tell me who you like. And like, that's such a like i just remember like those encounters and it's just like wow even do it back then
1: <laughs> yeah that's true and i think yeah we do the same thing with with just more mature topics i guess yeah it's interesting and maybe you don't say it blatantly yeah <laughs> <but> we <laughs> exactly expect it. we expect it mm-hmm. right and
0: then switching gears to like not not just how to share secrets but how to handle being told secrets because mm-hmm. i think this is a harder situation because you're not in control i yeah. think yeah like yeah. you, I, I, as a control person, as an Enneagram eight, you like to be in control of the information that's regarding you. Um, so like that was what we just talked about. But now, like things are, you are not be able
1: to prepare for this situation oftentimes. Mm-hmm. And I think with this, like the question is, how do you handle being a good friend while also not boxing yourself into this place where you're having to keep information you don't want to keep necessarily, mm-hmm. but like you don't want to break that person's trust.
0: Exactly. And so, I think there's like. If you can be in charge of the situation or in in front of the situation, a lot of questions maybe are involved in being told a secret.
1: And I think this is, guys, like if you're looking for tips because you, you know, maybe someone has um, said that they have information to share with you or whatnot, like how do you get in front of that so Mm -hmm. you're not blindsided and then forced into this position of like holding that information when you Mm -hmm. don't want to
0: right like you get that inevitable like hey can we talk and you're like what are they going to tell me like maybe like get in front of that if you can yeah um but like asking for clarification um before receiving information is key because like we said you cannot unlearn things you Mm -mm. can't unhear things you can't unsee things you can't go back once you've been told something
1: yeah and so I think like really stop and pause and ask yourself like do you want to know this information Mm -hmm. like and not in like a curious way but like in a responsibility side Mm -hmm. of things I so um when my parents were first going through of like just all the um the process of divorce and whatnot I had someone that I was dating and and I told him like hey Something really significant has happened in my family. Mm -hmm. And I said, can I tell you about it? And he said, I actually would rather wait because we had just started dating. And, Mm -hmm. like, I so value that. We ended up, you know, having that information to share because we dated for quite a while. But, like, it was just at that time, he's like, we're not at that level where I want to be responsible because if we – break up like i don't want to be the person you are leaning on in this situation mm-hmm. and i think that's like just such a wise thing to do of just taking us a, a moment and he really thought about it he was mm-hmm. like can i think about this and then he told me you know he's like i think right now i i don't want to know unless you absolutely have to tell me right and i thought that was just i was really blessed by it because mm-hmm. it allowed um when we did eventually talk about it, it was like he was ready for that information. Mm-hmm. And again, it depends on the situation. Again, like that was a really hard thing to have to walk through with someone, Mm -hmm. and not everything is hard. But like, not all secrets are hard. Eighteen year old, yeah, exactly. Um,
0: I think first off, kind of backing up, like what you did by asking, like, "Hey, can I share this with you?" Like, you gave, you explained what the topic was. You kind of said, like, "I have something happening with my family, and can I tell you?" Like, I think that's the ideal situation. So, backing up to sharing things, like maybe ask those questions, like how to share a secret, maybe ask, but ask for clarification if they're not giving it to you of like, what are you, what is this? What are, what are the, stipulations like what are you going to ask me to do with this mm-hmm. are you going to ask me to hold this in are you going to ask me to go against something I believe
1: in because of this like those are the things that I think are helpful to know beforehand yeah I think even to like asking are you the only person that knows you know mm-hmm. like is there someone else that they've told or are you the first person mm-hmm. I think that's really helpful because it doesn't you know give you an excuse to, to tell that information to someone else but it helps you know like just the severity of your role mm-hmm. you know what is your responsibility? Are you the the only person they're talking to about this
0: other other things that might be helpful to know um, either before but or just after it's like how long is this going to be a secret what is the expectation like is this a for life thing like Mm -hmm. when you tell me this like am I gonna have to keep this in for the rest of my life yeah I think because that's that's a big thing eventually like you know when you talk about getting married and no secrets between a husband and wife like is this something I'm going to be able to tell my husband five, 10 years down the road because, or is it still something that's going to be weighing on me Mm -hmm. for the rest of my life?
1: Yeah. I think that's very valid. And with that like timeline too, you know, if someone's saying, Hey, this came up or this happened to me, um, Of like, okay, is there, are we holding this information to find out what to do? Mm -hmm. Or are we holding this information definitely? What is the plan of action here if there needs to be? Mm -hmm. And I think, again, like asking these questions up front, if someone says, hey, I need to talk to you. Be like, okay, what is it about? And get a general idea of the topic and then ask these questions. You know, really make sure you can get as much information as Mm -hmm. possible before being told this information because you can't go back. Right.
0: And we're not saying like, hey, avoid being told information. Don't be there for your friends. Don't listen to them. Um, Not at all. Just be cautious and cognizant so that even they probably haven't thought of this either. So maybe it would be good to say, hey, are you going to like asking some of those questions? Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I think so, too. And again, like if they maybe need to rethink, you know, what they're sharing or how they're sharing Mm -hmm. or all the information they're sharing, this gives them the opportunity to do that, too, because. They might not, you know, they might regret later on sharing so much if there wasn't the pause of kind of thinking through what needs to be shared. Mm -hmm. Exactly.
0: Um, And then another thing with that, sometimes like you might need to figure out what to do with that information you've been told. Mm -hmm. And this is again on those heavier things. This isn't like, Hey, this person likes this person or this is happening in that. But it's like, if it's a more serious thing, like you might need to also seek guidance on how to deal with the information you've been given. If you're doing it for the right reason, not as a gossip tool, not as a way for like knowledge is power, but truly as a, how can I be there for my friend? How can I be a supportive friend?
1: yeah and i think again yeah check your motives for this and also if you know you need if you feel like you need to talk to someone else in order to know how to respond to the secret you've been told I would say ask the person that shared with you mm-hmm. and um, and get their permission as much as possible yeah. before that. But then, you know, make it anonymous. Don't mm-hmm. share who they are, what happened exactly. Like, you can still share the issue without sharing the person, yeah. the situation.
0: Exactly. And I think this is where I would recommend personally to, like, talk to those removed friends. Mm-hmm. Not be like, okay, so, like... Y'all know Ashley, one of our roommates. So if Ashley's like, hey, Emma, help me through this problem. And I go to Natasha and be like, Natasha, so a roommate of mine has asked me this. Like, if Natasha's going to be able to, like, don't bring it so close to the issue. Like, bring it farther out. Like, ask someone that, and you don't need to say, like, a roommate. You could, like, just keep it vague and then keep it far out. So it's not like someone else has to be, like, guessing who it is and trying to figure it out. Like, first off, people shouldn't do that. But Mm -mm. I think human nature, they're going to want to, like, try to figure that out, which, unfortunate, but.
1: Yeah, but it's true. And so navigating that. Yeah. I think also after the information is shared, I think further clarification oftentimes mm-hmm. is needed. And this is just like that follow up of, it can be, you know, like handling if it's a situation it needs to be handled of saying, you know, what are we doing about this situation or what are you doing about this situation mm-hmm. and continuing to check in. But also if it's information that maybe isn't always going to be confidential, I think like going back to like, oh, like you're interested in this person of like, hey, is this still information that's confidential and mm-hmm. like checking where people are at with that so that if it is something that they're OK with you sharing Mm-hmm. Um, that you're not in a tough spot further down the road because yeah. they've asked you to keep something confidential that they are right. now sharing with multiple people. Exactly. You know, that can be an awkward position yeah, like, to be in. Is
0: there, like, there might be an expiration date. Like, yeah. it's like, not that, like, it's, oh, you have you keep, must keep this a secret for six months, but after six months, it's like, don't hold that in. Like, you don't need to worry about that anymore. Like, mm-hmm. that's old news. Or everyone knows now that I'm pregnant. So yeah. you don't need to keep, <laughs> exactly, like, so yeah. Have yeah. you <laughs> heard? Like, do you know? Like, I don't know. So, like, it's hard this is a hard topic to talk about without those specifics but we're also not giving specifics on like things and we could have come up with more examples but it's tricky because it's so
1: case by case scenario. Mm-hmm. Again, general rules of like, how do you handle information when you're the person that's being trusted and you want to be a good friend, but you also, you don't want to be in that hard spot of like having your time. I just think of like having your hands tied behind your back of like, I can't yeah. do anything now mm-hmm. because you've told me this and then you've told me not to do anything with it. And right. that can be such a frustrating place mm-hmm. to be.
0: And then it also just like brings up. This is a conversation Natasha and I've had. Like, brings up like, what am I supposed to do with this information if someone asks me about it? And like, I can't lie about something like this, mm-hmm. but I can, I won't tell anyone. But like, what if this is like, I'm not going to blatantly be like, yes or no. But it's like, if I say I don't know, there, I'm, I'm going really scenarios now. <laughs> Anyways, but I think there is a tension of being trustworthy and being honest, mm-hmm. and those are two very admirable qualities. Like, I very much, like look for a trustworthy friend and i very much very much admire honest people Mm -hmm. but i think sometimes when you add secrets into the mix
1: it makes things really messy
0: i don't can you be both i i I don't know okay so i tell you hey natasha i secret here's (laughs) a secret i secret i don't know like a secret um because (laughs) i'm not gonna share that with everyone but then (laughs) um but then like it's like someone comes up and asks, like, hey, do you know this about Emma? And I just told you it.
1: Yeah. I think with that, like, I personally would say, like, I I don't <laughs> Yeah, it's so yeah, hard. You know I know. I mean. Because well with that, oh, whoa. Sorry if everyone just heard my knee hit the table. That hurt. <laughs> um <laughs> with that, like if I say no, if I say I can't tell you that information, it's You're kind of a confirmation. Yeah. And so that's such a hard position to be in because there's not an easy out. Mm-hmm. You can't just say no because that's lying. or um, I, I I would rather not say because it's like, well, why not? you know? Um, yeah, I think like with those situations, that's really tricky. Mm-hmm. Again, going back to the navigating, um, if it's a situation where you have a little bit more control about checking in with a person that's shared the um, the secret with you initially, and just saying, "Hey, like maybe you need to address this. I don't want to be sharing your information, but this situation happened." Um, if you're caught off guard, I would just say like, Hey, this isn't something I want to talk about Mm -hmm. right now because Emma's not in this, in the room. Yeah. And like putting it back on that Mm -hmm. of being like, I only want to talk about this person if she's here, you know?
0: Yeah. I I mean, think that's probably the best option no matter what, no matter if it's not even a secret.
1: I think that's the most
0: biblical thing and like the most right thing. It was like, no, we shouldn't be talking about anyone else if they're not here. Yeah. So we should just start with that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes we get to the end of our episodes and we fi- and we figure it out. So hopefully you really? guys did over this whole thing. Um, no, I think it's attention and you you want to be a trustworthy person. and so I think it's important that if someone tells you something and they've asked you to keep it confidential that you do so. Mm-hmm. But I also think right. with those parameters that you're trying to have as much clarification as possible as far as your role and the boundaries of that information and that you aren't lying on their behalf. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. It's like we, Natasha and I, we started, or we, before we podcasted, we were like, okay, so would you rather be honest or trustworthy? And we, we had different answers actually. So, but we both value the other one too. It's yeah. not like, we're like, I don't care if I'm honest, like or, I don't care if I'm trustworthy. It's just like, I, we very much, well, I, we don't very
1: much value one over the other. It's just, it's just, if we had to choose between that, we would respond differently. Yeah. Which is yeah. just, an in, we both kind of were just like, Huh. <laughs> and then it was like oh interesting <laughs> we share a lot of information with each other um no i think too this is something we didn't address but like those key relationships where like people joke right that if you tell me something like you've told emma mm-hmm. but like where are the lines of that because i do think like i never want to be untrustworthy to someone but I hope they understand that most things I have to process with Emma. Mm-hmm. And so telling me that information inevitably is telling Emma that information unless they've told me, hey, don't tell yes. Emma. We're planning a surprise birthday party for her. Then I'll be like, okay, cool. <laughs> I'll keep that on the DL. <laughs> but, like, if that doesn't happen, I'm probably going – if that clarification's not there, I'm probably going to tell Emma. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Yeah, I think – and all of this there's like, those reading those relationships. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say you prioritize – like, it's like, oh, this trumps that, this trumps that, but it's just, like – I think we talk about we I want to like visual or show people this but like we talk about things on a surface level and then you add different relationships and scenarios and then it like goes 3D -hmm. like we talk about something so one dimensionally and then it's like but you add in all these scenarios that we are not possibly going to talk through and it's like high here low here different different yeah it's always different
1: that's true Well, okay. Those are our tips for how to handle secrets. We didn't tell a lot of secrets in this episode. If you were coming because you were like, I want all the tea. Evan and Tosh are talking. We'll see. This will be really interesting. What is a
0: secret about us that we can share right now?
1: Oh, my gosh. A secret
0: about our podcast.
1: A secret about our podcast?
0: Or how we do our podcast. Or...
1: Do we tell them this? It's too soon. Yeah, I think so. Mm -hmm. We'll keep it for a further episode.
0: We'll tell you we have some secrets up our sleeves.
1: We do. We do. (laughs) I think Emma and I are really bad with keeping secrets. Not with like important information. (laughs) With like podcast information. Like we love talking about our podcast so much. that I don't think there's very much that people don't know. Someone's like,
0: what's your topic? We've never not like released a topic or I've never not shared plans.
1: No. But
0: I, I don't. That's fine with me. Yeah.
1: Very much so. I, it's not something that I feel like needs to be kept secret. But we could talk about this if you feel like I've been untrustworthy. I feel untrustworthy. like we have some follow-up conversations yeah. to have anyways. Okay, we will have those conversations. But in the meantime, guys, just know this episode doesn't need to be kept a secret. <laughs> oh, You can share it with all your friends if you felt this was helpful. Um, Yeah, we all would right. love that.
0: Yeah, don't keep the Figured Up podcast a secret at all. Uh, we will be back next week with another episode. But until then, thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you soon.